Welcome to the Leadership Mindset Podcast with me, Tony Brooks, where we look to revolutionize your leadership mindset by changing how you think and see your world, enabling you to do the right things and grow significantly as a leader. Hi, and welcome to a Leadership Insight. This is one of the podcasts in the series called Leadership Insights, which focus on a particular aspect of leadership or specifically leadership mindset. Now, today we're going to be looking at authentic leadership. Now, authentic leadership is a growing area of study in academic research on leadership. And many of you will have heard the term used, I'm sure, frequently. And I think it's growing and growing in prominence. So you'll come across it. Now, at the heart of authentic leadership is the idea that, that leaders need to build trust with their with the people that follow them and that they behave ethically, that they're honest, they're open and obviously authentic in that they, they're, they're consistent with their behaviour in terms of their values. And I think that has a, a lot of merit as a concept. And I think a lot of us would applaud that. I think where authentic leadership can get into dangerous territories is, is when we, we talk about showing vulnerability, acknowledging mistakes and whatever in a very open fashion. Because I think this needs to be given greater con- consideration. I think it needs to be done from a more considered place. Because do you necessarily want your leaders showing their vulnerability or, or being open at a time of crisis when they may be struggling themselves, but the people who are following them are looking to them for a sense of direction, a sense of where, where to go? So I think it's all good, well and good to be to be vulnerable on occasions, to acknowledge mistakes, certainly to apologise for things that you've gone wrong as a leader and to be open. But I think this needs to be more carefully managed. And I think, you know, this term authentic leadership can lead us into some dif- difficult territory with this. I wanted to turn to a piece of research that has been done over um, more than 30 years by James Kuzis and Barry Posner in America. They're, they're both deans at a business school over there. And it's been captured in a book called The Leadership Challenge. And over 30 years, they have questioned over 100,000 people across the globe on the kind of characteristics that people want to see in their leaders. Now, the four that typically always come to the top are honesty, forward-looking, being competent and being inspiring. Now, honesty would definitely tie in with everything we've been talking about in relation to authentic leadership. When we turn to being forward-looking, inspiring, competent, then there may be some contention there because I think we are looking for our leaders to be forward-looking, inspiring, and we're looking for them to be competent. And an admission of vulnerability, not knowing where you're going, etc., can actually cause some conflict with that. So this goes back to my point of being much more considered in the way that we, we share these kind of things. And the thing is as well, we have to be, when we talk about the authentic self, we have to consider which self we're talking about. Now, one of the concepts I talk about a lot is the battle between the potential self, that person we're born with of great potential, and the destructive self. The destructive part of our mindset, our psyche that builds over time from our experiences with our parents, peers, teachers, media. Now, from day to day, you know, we are, we, we sometimes feel that we have a, a strong uh, grip from the potential self where we our thinking is strong, our thinking is positive, we're moving forward in a very positive way. But at other periods of times, other days, our destructive self may have taken greater hold. We may be battling with 
more negative views of ourselves, lower self-esteem, negative thinking. Now, being authentic might mean that we, we share whichever place we're in. I would suggest that we need to be more considered with that. It may be that with our heightened level of awareness, we're aware that our destructive self has a stronger hold on us on a particular day or a particular period of time. We may not want to share that with our people at that moment in time. Now, this touches on uh, an area which I, I really like in terms of um, leadership, and it's something I, I use a lot in my coaching work and training work, and it is the area that was made famous by Daniel Goleman. And it's, it's called emotional intelligence, and I'm sure most of you have heard the phrase. So fundamentally, emotional intelligence is about our level of self-awareness, our ability to self-manage, our ability to empathise, and our ability uh, to develop strong relationships. And I particularly wanted to focus on self-awareness and self-management here, going back to those themes of potential self-destructive self. Because we may be aware that Certain things will trigger us, trigger us emotionally, may make us uh, upset, angry, whatever it might be. It might be the behaviour of one of our employees has put us in a really bad frame of mind. We feel quite angry about it. Now, there's a level of openness and authenticity that we might want to um, conduct at you know, that particular time. It might be better through heightened self-awareness to come back to that situation and talk to that person when we're in a better state of mind. So self-awareness, self-management, that's really important because it, it means that we may be aware of how we're feeling. We may be feeling vulnerable, we may be feeling emotional, but we don't necessarily, by managing it, we don't necessarily share it at that particular point and we think about how we share that. Emotional intelligence for me, I think, has got an incredible amount of merit and we need to think about that particularly in the way that we show our authenticity. Because, you know, politicians are sports leaders, managers, business leaders. People want to see from them an element of strength, of vision, and they want to trust them, but they want to feel like they have direction and strength and that will give them confidence as well. Now, finally, I wanted to move on to a theme that was made very famous by a psychologist and philosopher in the early 1900s called William Jones. And it's the concept of act as if. I believe that act as if has got some people who are not totally convinced about this concept, particularly when it's been related to a term called fake it till you make it, which is often used, I hear, in the personal development industry. But I'm going to stick with the act as if concept. Because I, I believe that acting as if now the, the very nature of acting as if is behaving in a particular way even though you may not feel that I'm gonna... finally i wanted to turn to a concept made very famous in the early 1900s and beyond by psychologist and philosopher william james and that's the concept of act as if now act as if really means that you are behaving in a particular way to shift your emotional state your psychology or physiology into a more positive state. And it's, it's, it's become a little bit more controversial in the, the, in the personal development industry where the, the term has been used, fake it till you make it. And I think this implies a level of inauthenticity, which I'm, I'm not comfortable myself. And I, I don't really like the expression, fake it till you make it. But I think 
The act as if concept has a great deal of merit. Because this implies to me somebody who is acting a particular way to connect with their true potential self. And particularly in the area of public speaking, for example, I use this, where even though you may be feeling a little anxious, a little nervous, it's better to act in a way of, of that you're confident, or act as if you're confident than actually act in other ways. So by the very nature of how you hold yourself, your smile, etc., etc., you you're acting as if you're confident and it starts to fuel your emotional state, your psychology and shift you into a more positive state. So I personally think act as if has a great deal of merit. And I've heard people who are very uh, positive about the whole notion of authenticity, authentic self, authentic leadership, um, casting some doubt on this as as a sort of more inauthentic and fake way of behaving. But I think act as if has a great deal of merit and I say I think that um, it's all about connecting with the better version of ourselves and demonstrating that. That concludes the Leadership Insight podcast for today. We've been looking at the whole theme of authentic leadership and I'm sure that it's it's got you thinking about your own views on authentic leadership and, and it'd be great to hear your thoughts on it as well because I know it's quite a controversial topic but I hope you found the podcast an interesting insight into the whole area if you want to explore your leadership mindset in more detail why not complete our free leadership diagnostic at thetonybrooks.com and subscribe to this podcast to join us for future podcasts